You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Jalyn Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions. And if you've got a pet sitting question about your pets, give us a call at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Quinn and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show was produced here at the farm by the ever so lovely Miss Lexi Lapp. Hello, John. Hi, Lexi. Hi. In the hour, we're going to have a special guest joining us, Dr. Richard Goldstein. He's going to fill us in about leptospirosis, the deadly disease that are affecting our dogs out there. Well, once again, you are listening to Talkin' Pets, 844-305-7800. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And this is Talkin' Pets. I don't know why I keep moving my body. I don't know if this is wrong or if it's right. I don't know if it's a beat or something's taking over me And I just know I feel so good tonight (laughs) I don't know what your name is but I like it I've been thinking about some things I want to try Listening to Talking Pets once again. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lap. You haven't seen this movie yet, have you, Jilly? No. Oh, La La Land. Good. Really good. It is good. Yeah. This is one of the songs from it. That's um John Legend, right? Yes. Yeah, I thought, I, thought so. I recognized him in the movie, but I was like, I know who you are, but I'm not 100 percent sure that I know who you are. And then he started singing. I'm like, I've heard this song before, and I'm like, I know I have. Does it always have all those animal sounds in it? <laughs> or did y'all put that in there? Oh, we all put that in there. Okay. Yeah. Y'all. Did y'all put that in there? Yeah, y- we all put that in so there. So I'm like, that, doesn't, that sounds like it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my toys. Okay. <laughs> hey, by the way, um, you can check us out on uh, Facebook Live if you wish. You can uh, check us out at Talking Pets Radio. Um, so if you're not part of our Facebook, you can go to TalkinPets.com. No G in the talking. And then click on Facebook. Join us there, and you can watch us on Facebook Live right now at Talkin' Pets Radio. But once again, give us a call if you've got a question, a training question or a behavior question at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. So we do have a special guest joining us, probably about a half hour, um, and it's a very important interview, actually. It's with Dr. Richard Goldstein. 
Now, Dr. Goldstein is currently the chief medical officer at the Animal Medical Center in New York City, and he's going to tell everybody about uh, leptospirosis. And this is actually um, something you have to watch out for this summer, and it's a deadly disease that is attacking um, dogs. So um, you're going to hear from Dr. Goldstein. He's going to fill you in on that. And like I said, it's a very important interview, so I highly recommend it. Is this a widespread nationwide thing, or is this uh, like a regional thing, whether it's it's north or south? It's moving widespread. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's northeast, but it's also pretty much all over at this point. Um, And there has been a case, I think, in our area. Uh, We produced a show here down in Florida, and I know there's been a case down here, too. So... Um, but he'll fill you in on it. It's a really good interview, so stay tuned for that. I'm excited about that. 844-305-7800 is the number, 844-305-7800. When you call in, you'll speak with Quinn. He'll put you on the air with us, and we want to talk to you about your pets. So um, are you guys enjoying this obnoxious heat wave? It is so dastardly hot outside, you can barely breathe. Now, I know, times. actually, the north, too. Uh, northeast, um, I've got relatives up there, my family, and they said it was very hot up there. It was like in the 90s or whatever, and very strange. Although we got a beautiful storm last night. Did you get Thank that here? God, yes. My yard was crying. Yes. I finally got st- some rain. I have a story. So, for Mother's Day, my mom bought these caterpillars because she was hoping that they would be butterflies by the time mother- Mother's Day rolled around. Well, they weren't. They were in cocoons by the time that Mother's Day was. Well, two days ago, or yesterday, they started coming out of their cocoons as butterflies, and I have them in this little netty habitat How cool. thing. My mom got it off of Amazon. It's really cool. Um, How many? There are ten. There are ten caterpillars, so there are supposed to be ten butterflies. Well, this morning when I woke up, there were two that hatched yesterday that I had seen. So I went out there to check on them today, and my habitat had been blown off where it was, and it was laying on the ground. Oh no! And so I was like, "No, my butterflies!" And so like I pick it up or whatever, and I look, and then there were five that were okay, and then four with a broken like broken wings, Aww. and then one that hadn't hatched yet or came out of the cocoon yet. So I, so I went outside, and I was like, you should try to go release them. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I go, and I tried, I released the five that were okay, and they all flew away. And then the four, I'm like, I can't let them out. They'll die. So I went around starting to pick up sticks and flowers and leaves and stuff to put into the habitat to make it nice for them. And as I'm trying to get a stick, I found one of my butterflies being eaten by a lizard. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that you had just released? Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Here, go free. <laughs> well... So then the the cool part out of all, yes, I was like, no, I was like, you should so, have thrown um, the weak ones out there first so the other I, ones could get away. I know, I was trying to do a good thing by keeping the weak ones and giving the well ones an ability to live, but I guess that was a mistake. You should have set off an alarm or something like, you know, okay, butterflies, now fly. Man, I saw some lizards today out at the beach. Um, I was right on like the, the cusp of um, Indian rocks and what's the next one up the nicer beaches up there with all the condos but i mean i, I swear to god i thought it was on the galapagos islands these lizards oh. they were huge and their tails like curled mm-hmm. up and they had big old feet and there were males and they're jumping around on the sidewalk going to fight one another i know <laughs> when i went to uh, mexico i went rock climbing and uh with all the uh iguanas in mexico oh. they were amazing yeah. some of them were so big and a little intimidating, oh. but they never bothered me. I mean, I was with my camera and everything, snapping shots of them. I had a blast. Oh, yeah. These things, I mean, they're big enough to eat. I mean, they're really big lizards. <laughs> I don't think I would eat a lizard. <laughs> so. Yeah, what no. if you were starving? Well, maybe if I was on Survivor or uh, well, the, Naked and Afraid. The good news you is... You ever watch that show, Naked yes, and Afraid? Yes, I have. <laughs> hilarious. It's hilarious. Love it. Love there it. was the first couple times I Could watched it. Could you do it? it? No, I couldn't. <laughs> the first couple times I watched it, nobody made it. 
and then the very first episode I ever Wait, watched. Made they, it or they, made it? Ma- made it to the end. Oh. M-A-D-E. Because I wonder if there's some mating going on in that show. I'm sure that there is. Well, you know when they start out, I mean, some of the people are not the best to look at, but by the end, they're just emaciated. It's yeah. Like, yeah, no. Well, the one, the first one I ever watched, they made it three days. They were in, like, Africa, and the first person just couldn't do it, and then the second person tried to, and they drank the water, and they got really, really yeah, sick. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And it was like, they literally lasted three days. I'm like, do they ever make it, like, longer in the show? And I think the mosquito bites would, would kill me. That would be mm-hmm. it. I mean, mosquitoes love me for some reason, so, I mean, if I was sitting there and had thousands of mosquito bites on me, I'm like, oh, you can't stop itching. And then I know, yeah. I'm an exhibitionist, and but I don't s- think I could expose myself on national TV. <laughs> no, thanks for telling the world that you're an exhibitionist. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't. I work out and everything, but I don't have the booty for that show. <laughs> anyway, I, just, I don't have the brass kahunas for that show. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, you've seen some people on that show, though. I'm not a survivalist. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, well. As long as you got the toilet that flushes, you can go to the refrigerator and get a bottle of water, and you're all good. There's your survival. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. What are you doing to keep your dogs cool during this uh, hot weather? And it's only going to get hotter, so I think it's going to be a terrible summer. And a lot of pests, so make sure you take care of fleet control and ticks and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. But once again, give us a buzz at 844-305-7800. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. Check us out on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. This is, of course, Talkin' Pets. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Zimbabwean pastor was eaten alive by crocodiles while attempting to walk on waters just like how Jesus Christ did in the Bible. Jonathan Mathewa, a pastor of the Saint of the Last Days Church, wanted to demonstrate the biblical miracle of his congregation by trying to walk on the surface of the Crocodile River, which at its name would suggest it's a hunting ground for crocodiles. As reported by the Daily Post, the pastor was able to wade approximately 30 meters into the water before making an attempt to ascend to the surface. Unfortunately for him, three crocodiles pounced on him and gorged on his body before he could perform the miracle. The members of the church witnessed their pastor being eaten alive in a matter of minutes. ER-24, an emergency response team for Zimbabwe, arrived 30 minutes after the incident. But as expected, it was far too late as they discovered there was nothing left of the pastor but his sandals and underwear. Visiting, visit www.talkingpets.com for this story and more. And remember to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Watch us on Facebook Live every Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Talking Pets Radio. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lab.
a smile at the crocodile No, you can't get friendly with a crocodile Don't be taken in by his welcome grin He's imagining how well you'd fit within his skin Never smile at a crocodile Never dip your hat and stop to talk a while Never run, walk away, say good night, not good day Clear the aisle, but never smile at Mr. Crocodile you know what I heard you're supposed to do if you get attacked by a crocodile or a gator? Shove your fingers up, up their nose. nose. Yeah, up the nose. I actually heard that because there was a girl recently... Gatorland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did the yeah. story here on the show. If that's Well, that's where she learned how to do it. Yeah. She got attacked by one and she remembered from Gatorland. And she's just a little girl, too. Yeah. yeah she like, was like nine years old or yeah, something, something and, she, old. and she got away. But, yeah. I mean, seriously, this preacher, minister, whatever, he didn't... What was it? He a suicide mission? You're gonna go into the, the watch cro- me walk on water. <laughs> I mean, how horrifying! I mean, well, that's and then all they find is his underwear and sandals. I hate to laugh. But it's I know. Like, that's well, he probably stupid. was thinking, <laughs> "What a croc, hey!" Since he was doing it to try to be like for his church and stuff, he was probably thinking that God was going to protect him. And unfortunately, right. well, his he time was insane. Yes. I mean, if you're going to do it, you know, find a lake or somewhere, a body of water where there's not crocodiles. Exactly. Those guys are hungry. <laughs> and they're more vicious than even alligators Oh, and are. they are ten times the size, too, the oh, crocodiles. Yeah. They are, yeah. They look, they're nasty. They don't call them man-eaters for nothing. Could you imagine, though, like all of a sudden you just, you know, the whole congregation's there watching you walk on water. and then <laughs> <laughs> Like it totally ripped apart. Oh, they, they shredded him, I'm sure. I'm well, sure they did. They were hungry. Like, all they left behind was his undies. <laughs> and his sandals. <laughs> I wonder if they were streaked. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm sorry. Probably charred himself when you know getting pulled under like that. <laughs> oh my god. Scary. Mm, I would not. These days, people are scary. You know, like you had that story about your butterflies um, this week. Actually, on uh, on my front porch, I have a hanging plant, mm-hmm. and there's a dove that uh, had two eggs in there. So they hatched, and they're getting big. Um, they're alive. Yeah. So the mom can't even like literally almost lay on them now because they're they're. They're so much bigger in a matter of a week. So my plant out there, because we haven't, we've been so dry down here, it was dying. So I was like, stupid me. I walk out there, you know, with some water, and I'm like, hey, Mama Bird, just let me pour some of this water <laughs> in the plant, okay? Oh, my goodness. Well, that didn't work. So all of a sudden, and it was so interesting. I felt like I was on Nat Geo Wild because she fluttered out of the, um, out of the basket and hit the ground. And then she started waddling around, like, flapping around like she broke one of her wings. Oh, no. And at first, I got panicked. I was like, oh, my God, look what I did. I, I, I hurt the mother. And I, I tried to go after her because I didn't want her to go out to the street. So I'm fouling behind her, and she's leading me away from the basket towards Aww. the street. Right. She's trying to kill you. So basically, <laughs> what it was was when, once she got out by the street, she flew away. Oh. And then I'm like... Oh, it was the it was a tactic. It was yeah. to draw me away, away from, from the babies. babies. Yep. So she was acting like she was hurt, so that if I was a predator and she was the prey, I right. would go after her, not the babies. Right, not the babies. So it ended up that you know I watched for a while, and because I was doing some yard work with the hose and everything out there, and then she was flying around. She kept flying by and checking me out, make sure nothing was going on. And then as soon as I went inside the house, whoop, right back into the basket. That's hilarious. So I was like, that was cool. So We have some baby birds. We Like there's a nest in our palm tree that we have out in the front yard. And the one time my mom went to, because you could hear the babies like cheeping in it. And so my mom kind of wanted to go look at them and like take a picture. And the, the parents attacked her. 
Kind yeah, of they'll funny. do that. Yeah. It's kind of funny. My mom was like, they swooped in at me. They were trying to get me away. And she's like, it was, it, she laughed too because it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> they hit her pretty hard. <laughs> well, once again, you are listening to Talking Pets, and we'd like to talk to you. So pick up the phone and give us a call at 844 305 7800. Coming on in a couple of minutes, we're going to be talking with Dr. Goldstein for a few, and he's going to fill us in about leptospirosis, which is a deadly disease out there that are affecting our dogs. So stay tuned for that, and uh, we do want to talk to you. Julie, you know, when people are active during, you know, the weather's getting warmer <clears throat> all over the country. Yes. And um, so people are active, and they're um, taking their dogs to dog parks or to, right. the, or to beach, if you're allowed to do that. Um, so you should potty train your pooch to a degree, right? Absolutely. So, like, when you're planning travel or something, and make sure that you take, like, the right elements with you. Absolutely. Meaning, well, bags. It, well, and if you're training your your dogs correctly, you know, and you're giving them a call word, um, you can control where they're going to go to the bathroom. If they know that when you use that word, that you know, because you, you it's positive reinforcement when they're puppies and they're learning and they go to the bathroom. You you pick your word. I use business. You know, some people use whatever they use, um, and you praise the dog or give the dog the puppy a treat, and they learn to know that. Then when it's you're traveling and you go to a specific area, you can say, "Okay, do your business. Time to do business," and they will go to the bathroom right away. And a lot of places now they do have you know the, the city or the businesses do provide um, the dispensers for bags and um, for the waste the trash can for it to go there but yes always pick up after your dogs and you know, it's much easier to carry the bags than it is to carry a scooper because if you're using a scooper on the road you're gonna have to put that back in your vehicle yuck and what about <laughs> like if you're traveling too and you're gonna take your pet with you mm-hmm. um you know because it's the summer everybody's doing vacations and right. going here and there uh, especially because the holiday is coming up next weekend so um you know and you're out there with your dog you want to make sure that you groom your pet before you leave because if you're taking your dog to like a hotel or something mm-hmm. like that you don't want the hair all over the place. Right, and it's not nice to um, bathe. Actually, a lot of people poo-poo on it that you would bathe your animal in their hotel because it's really bad for their drains. So, yes, have, have your dog groomed if they are um, a longer-haired dog that has to be groomed or have them, you know, uh, trimmed back. Um, do their nails so they're not uncomfortable. They wouldn't catch a longer nail on something when you're out hiking or things like that. Um, always carry um, an extra uh, sheet with you because sheets are easy to roll up and if you have ability to wash something it's not so bulky but you can lay that on top of the bedspread in the hotel or something and that protects your dog you know from germs and it protects them you know their bedspreads from getting ruined that's a good idea mm-hmm. so well once again you are listening to talking pets and we do want to talk with you so pick up the phone 844-305-7800 coming up we're going to be talking with dr richard goldstein and he is out of New York City, and we're going to be talking with him about leptospirosis, which is that deadly disease that I mentioned, and veterinarian Dr. Richard Goldstein is chief medical officer at the Animal Medical Center in New York City. So stay tuned for that. Give us a call, 844-305-7800. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lab. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Don't forget, check us out on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. My Golden Retriever Sundance is a lot more playful now. She has more pep and energy. Tons of energy. Happy the rescue dog is happy the healthy dog. Petey is having fun again. He's got a shiny coat and a good healthy weight. Molly's been having four scoops a day. She pushes her little bowl all the way across the room, emptying every last single crumb. She has slimmed down and gotten this puppy look. She's got life. She's got energy. We get asked all the time when we're at shows, 
how do you get your dog so healthy and shiny and glossy? D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Just feed your dog right. Do the Dynavite. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Sometimes I feel I've got to run away And welcome back to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Richard Goldstein is currently the Chief Medical Officer at the Animal Medical Center in New York City. He graduated from the Koretz School of Veterinary Medicine in Israel in 1993 and finished his residency in small animal internal medicine at UC Davis in 1998. Prior to joining the AMC, Dr. Richard Goldstein was a faculty member at Cornell University, College of Veterinary Medicine, Department of Clinical Sciences. Most recently, he served as the Associate Professor of Small Animal Medicine and Chief of the Medicine Service. He is board certified in small animal internal medicine by both the American College of Veterinary Internal Medicine and the European College of Veterinary Internal Medicine Companion Animals. Now, you need to know about the latest protecting of your pets this summer because pet owners are warned right now about a deadly disease out there, and it's called leptospirosis. And here to tell us about it is Dr. Richard Goldstein. Dr. Goldstein, welcome to Talking Pets. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on, and um, I really want to find out about this disease. I mean, it's something that we haven't covered on Talking Pets, and I'm glad that you're joining us to fill us in about what exactly leptospirosis is. Can you tell our audience? Sure, and, and I, it is a really important disease. This is uh, you know, one of the deadliest infectious diseases that we deal with um, in the U.S., in our pets. Um, it also affects people. Uh, worldwide, thousands and thousands of people actually die of this disease every year. Not that many in this country, although there are some people in this country that get sick and, and, and also unfortunately do die. Um, but in, in, the biggest problem that we have with this disease in this country is in our dogs. Um, it's a disease caused by a bacteria called Leptospira, that is carried in rodents and other wildlife um, in their kidneys, and it comes out in their urine. And then dogs get it, or people get it, by being exposed to fresh water that's been contaminated with this urine. So puddles or ponds or marsh areas or lakes or streams, all you have to do is splash that water in your eye or in your mouth, and the bacteria can penetrate and get into the blood and, and cause very severe disease. So it comes from rats, you're saying. So basically, when they urinate in, in our water system, um, dogs would lap that up. I'm curious, though, and you said uh, humans are susceptible to it as well, but can the human get it from their dog? Is it a zoonotic disease? 
Yes, it is a zoonotic disease. Even just from rats, it would, we'd still call it a zoonotic disease. So it's it's not really the water system per se. It's really outside, right? It's not that the water coming out of the out of the faucet. Well, that's good it's, to know. It's puddles and 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 lakes and 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 things like that. Um, and it's not just rats in the city in Manhattan. Obviously, the biggest problem is rats. But in the Northeast, raccoons are actually the biggest culprit. Uh, we know that over fifty percent of the raccoons, for instance, in Chicago, carry this disease. Um, and then there's all types of you know. Um, possums and skunks and squirrels and, and really all wildlife can carry it, and you can also get it from your dog. That is less common, but that can happen. Another reason why prevention of the disease of the disease in dogs is so important, uh, you'll, you'll help your dog, but you'll also help your family by, by using vaccination and preventing the, the dog from getting the disease. So, Dr. Goldstein, is it, is it located mainly in the northeastern part of this country, or is it throughout the country? It really used to be mostly in the northeast. You know, we've had cases here forever. Um, in the Long Island, um, you know, New England area. And then Midwest, Chicago has always been very bad. And then um, Upper West Coast and Northern California, Marin County has always been bad. But what's happened recently is it's basically spread around the whole country. Uh, following Katrina, we saw a big surge in the Louisiana area and the southeast. Uh, we see it a lot in Texas and Colorado. And now we're seeing it uh, for the first time this year in large numbers and even in Arizona. Um, it's in Hawaii. It's actually endemic to Hawaii. A large number of people get it in Hawaii every year, and it's even in Alaska. So it's in all 50 states. It's a nationwide thing, and every dog is at risk because it's not just dogs that are out there swimming, you know, Labradors that are hunting uh, ducks. It's it's little tiny Yorkies in the city that just lick a blade of grass where even a mouse might have urinated, and, and they can get it. So really every dog in this country is at risk, and, and it should be addressed and prevented in every dog. What are the symptoms, actually, of leptospirosis? So the, the first symptoms um, are, are quite vague, actually, and this is one of the hard parts about this disease is uh, it, it's inappetence, lethargy, so just being generally sick. They can have a fever. They'll, they'll sometimes have abdominal pain, so a pain in their belly, and then vomiting, and then sometimes drinking more and urinating more. So, um, And those are common signs that can happen from other diseases as well. And so the key is if, if your dog is showing any signs, and especially those signs, you know, vomiting, not eating, um, talk to your veterinarian right away. Go see your veterinarian right away. Um, because in this disease in particular, other diseases as well, but particularly in this, disease, in this disease, early detection is really key. If we catch it at that point before it's caused tremendous damage to the kidneys and the liver, um, it's a pretty easy disease to treat with antibiotics. Once the damage has been done, though, it can be much more complicated, and we actually do see, unfortunately, quite a bit of death from this disease. Um, even in the best practices in the world, like the one that I'm sitting at now, the Animal Medical Center, uh, we don't save them all when they come in late. And so early detection is key. Uh, the good news is if you do go to your vet and, and the vet does suspect this disease, we have a brand new test on the market. It's called uh, Witness Lepto by a company called Zoetis that is um, specially made to detect the disease early. It, it, it identifies antibodies called IgM antibodies, which are the first antibodies that the dog will make in response to this, this bacteria. And so even after a couple of days of clinical signs, uh, there's a good chance that this test will be positive, and, and it, it's done in the clinic uh, it takes 10 minutes, and it's very inexpensive. And so for the first time now, we have a really good tool to, for early, early detection of the disease at the veterinary practice. So it's a question of awareness on the part of the owner to go to the veterinarian and then up to the veterinarian to, to recognize these early signs 
and use this test and, and identify the disease early. Do you recommend somebody like taking their dog in to, to have that test done, no matter if there's signs or not, just to be on the safe side? I don't recommend screening it for you know healthy dogs. It's not like we do for, for instance, some tick-borne diseases where we want to know if they're carrying it. We don't think that dogs just carry this disease around and not and 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 stay healthy and 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 but you know can get sick down the road. So really, I, I don't. I recommend using this disease for for dogs with clinical signs for sick dog use this test. I'm sorry, for dogs with clinical signs, sick dogs. The things that we should do for the healthy dogs, though, is, is vaccination. Every dog in this country should be vaccinated. There's very good vaccines now on the market. They're very safe. They're given twice initially and then annually. So what I would recommend for everyone to do is call your veterinarian up and say, is, if you're not sure, is my dog protected from leptospirosis? If the answer is yes, great. If the answer is no, then you know let's make an appointment and come in and get it done because that, that's the most important thing you can do in, in the big scheme of things is prevention. Uh, then you don't have to worry about you know everything else down the road. Prevention is really key. Now, we were talking about dogs. Are cats susceptible to this as well or no? Not, not really. There, there are a few cats here and there in the literature that have been documented with disease, but it's very, very rare. Unclear why that is. Either cats are just too smart to kind of drink gross water, you know, or, 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 or lap that up, um, or there's for some reason resistant in other ways. The main species we see the disease in is, is dogs, people, horses, and then um, livestock, so cows, sheep, uh, but not cats. Cats, for some reason, are, are given a pass to, 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 to a large degree. So if our listeners of Talking Pets want to get more information about this leptospirosis, where can they go? The first thing I would do is say talk to your veterinarian. You want to find out, is your pet protected? Are you doing everything you can? Um, so the veterinarian will have that information. That's the first resource. Uh, we have good information on our website at the Animal Medical Center at amcny.org. Um, and then the, the, the company that makes this test, Zoetis, has a really good website as well. It's zoetisus.org dot com slash lepto l e p t o information about clinical signs when to go to the vet and as well as information about the test. Okay, can you one more time say what that test is so um, dog owners yeah, out there the, the, are aware? The test, and again, this is we done if if the veterinarian suspects the disease. The test will be done in the clinic. It's it, it's a few drops of blood, um, kind of like you know the when children get their that quick strep test or other things that happen in the practice itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it measures antibodies, um, called IgM antibodies, against the, specifically against this bacteria. And so literally within 10 minutes, um, they'll get a really accurate result. As long as the dog's been sick for a couple days, the test should, or three or four days, the, the dog test should be positive um, if the dog has leptospirosis. So it's a really useful thing. Historically, we had to send out tests, and it would take forever to get back, and it, it was a kind of a real hard disease to diagnose. It's become much, much easier now with this new test. Well, uh, veterinarian Dr. Richard Goldstein, Chief Medical Officer at the Animal Medical Center in New York City. Thanks so much. And one more time, if somebody wants to go to the website for the AMC, what, is, what was that site one more time? It's, it's AMCNY, like Animal Medical Center in New York, AMCNY.org. So people need to prepare themselves. And, I mean, if they do see the symptoms that you talked about, uh, they need to take their dogs into their local veterinarians and have them tested for this. Absolutely. And I would say just in general, anything, especially as the summer is approaching now, anything abnormal, what, anything that you're seeing that's not your normal dog's behavior or pattern, uh, please talk to your veterinarian. That's the most important thing you can do. Veterinarian Dr. Richard Goldstein, thanks so much for joining us here on Talking Pets. I appreciate it. A very important subject. And thanks for joining us here on Talking Pets. Thank you. That's Dr. Richard Goldstein, the Chief Medical Officer at the Animal Medical Center in New York City. If you want to find out more information, like he said, you could check out their website, AMC. 
lepto-spirosisny.org, and uh, you can go there for more information about leptospirosis. But once again, thanks for joining us here on Talking Pets. We'll be right back. Give us a call at 844-305-7800, and don't forget always to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com And you're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. <gasps> what was that? I don't know. I don't know what just happened. But you had, you had your, your... I had my pod down. Pod down. I have no idea. That was weird. That was very strange. Lots of strange things are happening it was like right a at goblin, this moment. A goblin. Some people goblin. aren't able to, to watch it live. Yeah, it was like a goblin in the system there. I don't know. It was weird because it was like all I could hear. At first, all I could hear was sales. GabRadioNetwork.com. No, I heard sales. that. That was the commercial. <laughs> I but, know. That was all I could hear. And then all of a sudden, it was like the music was like. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Didn't come from us here. Nope. Goblins. Oh. Goblins. Uh. The ghost in the machine. Hey, um, when we were talking about traveling and stuff like that with your yes. pets and going to dog parks and stuff like that and hotels Because I traveled extensively, so I know all the ins and outs. Hotel pet policies. Um, well, you know what? There are websites that you can go on, um, you know, before you leave. You always do your homework. I mean, you do to find a comfortable place for you. You get you do get your, you know, your trip ticks and everything. So, you know, do your homework ahead of time with hotels that are dog-friendly um, and know that they have an ample place to walk your animal, and they will give you the you know their list of do's and don'ts because every hotel is going to be different um but you know you're just not protecting their property you're protecting your property which is your dog what about bowls and stuff like that do you recommend bringing your own i always carry my own feeding station bowls etc um bed too um if your dog is used to that bed um and you should properly be carrying your animal in a vehicle as well that's in a a kennel that is tied down and the dog is in that you know god forbid you get hit by a crazy semi going by you or or any hit with anything and your car was to get in a horrible wreck if your dog is not strapped in or in a kennel where it is in a safe environment that dog can will lose its life like you would you know wear your seatbelt. so your dog needs to either be in some type of harness or and i always travel i'm not really big on the harnesses because i have such large dogs but i have them in a kennel um where and that kennel is is tied down in the vehicle so it doesn't slam around if you know i was to roll or get hit or something by somebody now what about in terms of like um noise 
and your dog, all of a sudden you're going out to the park or something like mm-hmm. that. You need the dog back in the hotel room, and all of a sudden separation anxiety or whatever kicks in. Bark, 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 bark. Well, I know I know the people in the room next to you are not going to exactly right. enjoy that. Well, hopefully people who have dogs that are like that don't take their dogs on um, trips. But um, I use a noise diffuser, and you can pick those up at Bed Bath & Beyond for about 10 bucks. All you have to do is put AAA batteries in them, and they come with wind or rain or waves. And I turn that thing on for my pup, and I can have the TV on in the background, and he just goes right to sleep, and it cuts out the outside noise. It is a good thing to keep the TV yeah. on. Actually, and when I travel, they're expensive. They're like ten bucks. Seriously. Even when I travel, if I don't have a pet with me, I keep my TV on in the room just so mm-hmm. people think I'm in there. Because yep. <laughs> you never yeah. know who's going to wander in your room when you're not around. <laughs> just like you know, you don't want to overpack for yourself. You want to be able to get around without too much stuff to lug. You have to be, you know, parks pack smart for your animal. Have his creature comforts, which are you know his his bowls that you can wash easily. You know the stainless steel because they're more sanitary. You know some people will carry the pop up ones. Just you know you just make sure that you bring stuff to to sanitize them and wash them out. Have your your disposable bags for them to go to the bathroom. Have their a couple of their favorite toys. You know a kennel if it's needed. Um, what about what about pets that wander? I mean, because you, when you're in a hotel or an environment like that, you want to keep them on a lead, right? Always, yeah, always. Well, that's that's off. basically the law in every state in the United States. But is, some people don't abide by the law. I know, I know. If I mean, if your dog stays right by your side all the time, I get it. But someone's going to say something to you anyway because you need to have that dog on a leash. And that's yeah. the big thing that you said about pet policies too. They yeah. usually will have that written up somewhere. Well, and then you'll see, you know, you'll see that that one crazy person who has a chihuahua. Running, you know, right at their feet, but you know, and not have it on something. But there's those. That's going to be the one that dog that reacts to everybody, you know. But if I was to walk down the hall with my two Rottweilers, you know, they would read me the right act. People will be like hiding in rooms, <laughs> you know. So I always keep because of demon dogs, you know, proper leash and collar and at my side, and and just you know, it's all about respect and training your dog properly. It's not rocket science, people. Yeah, read, you know. read signs. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there, signs are usually there for a reason. Exactly. So. And and another a rule of thumb, too, is always keep um, maybe an extra gallon of, of water. So there's fresh drinking water. And, and when you're done with that, you can just fill it in the hotel and have it in the vehicle in case you stop to play or you're hiking. You can pour that water over your dog and brush it through the fur and it keeps them cooler. Another good idea with the water, too, is like to get bottled water for your pets as well. Because when you're traveling, you mm-hmm. know, when you drink water that you're not accustomed to, right. you it can, can give pick you, something up or yeah. you get a stomach disorder. Well, your yep. pets probably could, too. So, exactly. You know, keep them on something, water that they're, bring some water that they're used to or get them bottled water there are, as well. There are companies, because I own several different uh, contraptions, let's just call them that way, that will have, it's like a vest that fits on the stomach. Um, and then an ice pack fits in there to keep your dog cool when you have a large dog, something like that. But you yeah, know, we've just, had them on the show yeah. once. Um, they make all sorts of wraps that you know you can keep in your cooler too that expand, and you can just tie it around the dog's neck to keep them cool. Because I mean, right now it's it's super hot everywhere, and you know if you're hot, expect your dog to be a much more miserable than you are because of all that hair. You want to keep them cool. And I, I just have this gut feeling that the summer is going to be like living in H-E double toothpicks, you know? Oh, no. So it's, it's going to be extremely hot. Well, I do things, too, for the ones that I board is if they're not swimmers. 
and you know it doesn't cost a lot of money to do it i have a simple little sprinkler in the back and i have it going back and forth on the deck it comes over the pool the ones in the pool love it you know the water splashing and then the ones who are out running around the pool having fun you know and chasing things are keeping wet and they're having fun in the sprinkler as well but remember though too i mean when you're traveling it might be a good idea to look into like a pet sitter like what, what you do and then right. um also or maybe even a kennel mm-hmm. but do your homework on the kennels exactly i mean i'd, I'd I'd prefer to have a pet sitter right. than putting my pet into a kennel. And nothing against kennels because there's some excellent kennels right. out there. But the ones that aren't are the ones that give the other kennels a bad exactly. name. Exactly. So, and, and, you know, ask every question you want to when you're mm-hmm. boarding them at a kennel. You're paying for it. Right. You know, so, they might have the establishment, but they, you know, you need to know that your animal is safe. Well, spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. If you're looking to obtain a pet, make sure you go to your local animal shelter or your rescue and get one there. But thanks for joining us in this hour of the program, and thanks to Dr. Goldstein that uh, filled us in on what leptospirosis is. So don't let your dogs out there lapping up any puddles or anything like that, because you never know if a rat or a mouse or a raccoon or something like that was there and uh, infected that water. So just be careful. Think before you drink. Absolutely. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. Don't forget, you can always watch us on uh, Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. So, uh, and thanks for joining us. And for more information, check out TalkinPets.com. The icons are right there at the top of the homepage for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Talk to you again very soon. Bye for this hour of Talking Pets. Bye, y'all. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.